Coming up on today's episode of the Matt Downey Podcast, we are back after a little two-week hiatus. We kick things off in the sports world, talking about the Patriots, the draft. I know, I, we didn't do a recap of the draft. That's how long it's been. So I give you my thoughts on the, the New England Patriots and their draft and how it went. Um, I'm surprisingly happy about how it went. Um, that, that's all I'll say. And then we dive right into the Boston Celtics um, and that dumpster fire of a season that's been going on, um, what the repercussions of yesterday's game were against the Miami Heat, um, and what that means for the playoffs and this this new style of playing tournament for the playoffs that the NBA is doing. And then to end the show, we give a quick recap of the Boston Celtics. Quick, because I'm very superstitious and we haven't really talked about the Sox, so it's only quick. Um, but this episode of the Matt Downey Podcast is brought to you by thegreatvinemedia.com. The shop is open. Head over to greatvinemedia.com. Use code LAUNCH for 15% off of what, wherever. It doesn't have to be TMD. Should be TMD. Doesn't have to be. Could be Grapevine. Could be No Limits. Could be Who Gives a Dram. Could be Life in the Basement. Just use code LAUNCH for 15% off of whatever you purchase. Again, code LAUNCH at checkout for 15% off everything at GrapevineMedia.com. All right, let's do it. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Matt Downey Podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. I know it's been two weeks now since I missed you, um, but hope everything's been going good. Uh, past few weeks have just been a little bit crazy for me, uh, so I ended my finals, um, done with my undergraduate, which is great. Still going on my master's. Got one more year left on that, but I'm, I'm finished for the summer, so we're back on a regular schedule every single Monday. Going to be a new episode every single Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all, all the, pop, the podcast platforms, as well as YouTube. So right now, if you guys are watching on YouTube, thank you. Make sure to hit the like button and the subscribe button. If you guys aren't listening on, on YouTube and you're listening on just on wherever you listen to the podcast, wherever you usually do it, um, just it'd be a huge favor if you guys could just go look up TNT Podcast on uh Actually, better yet, you don't even have to look it up because I put it in the link or the description. Uh, just go there and just subscribe to the channel. It would mean a lot to me. Um, I'd really appreciate it. So with that being said, because, you know, I hate, like, plugging the podcast. I have to be way better at it, but, like, I, I hate doing it. I don't know why. I just – it's not my style. I'm not that good at it. I never do it. I always do it, like, at the end of the episode. And, like, even then, I still don't, like, really love doing it. But we're back. Um Moving on from plugging the podcast. Uh, so the last time I got to you guys, oh no, no, I put it on my Instagram story. Actually, I said that I was gonna be uh, there was gonna be no episode last week, but there was gonna be a big announcement. So as you guys can tell, if you watched last episode uh, with a bell, and you watched it on YouTube, then you saw that I'm wearing this hat. Um, this is the official Grapevine Media trucker cap. Uh, yes, Grapevine Media now has a shop open and available. Um, you can also find this. This, uh, this t-shirt I'm wearing right here, um, and a bunch of other stuff. We've been working on it now for a few weeks. Um, it's been on the website, so if you've gone to the website just randomly, uh, we haven't really been putting out blog posts for the past like two or three weeks now. I think the last one that was put out was about Isaiah Thomas returning to the Celtics, and clearly that hasn't happened. Um, but we haven't really been putting or driving that many people towards the website for a specific reason because we wanted to actually get the products uh, and test them and see if they were like good products. We're using this uh, this company called Printful. 
if you guys want to start your own thing, I, I highly recommend using Printful. But um, so we're using them, and it's just been uh, it's it's been like a process, just kind of like getting the designs down, and you know, putting them on shirts, and putting them on hats, and putting them on sweatshirts and stuff like that. Um, and we wanted to actually test out all the products before we like told you guys about them, and, and we made them available to you guys. So. It's been me, um, it's been Hunter Floyd, No Limits Podcast, it's been Connor Gilbert of Who Gives the Dream, that podcast, um, Kale Gilbert of Life in the Basement with Connor, and then Dave Allen also with No Limits. We've all just been working on the shop now for a few weeks, and it's been it's been fun because we've been designing a, a ton of stuff, um, but we have about, actually I can tell you right now, we have about, I want to say like 20 products on there, no, 20 might be a stretch actually. Uh, we have like, let's see, we have, yeah, all right, we have 12. We have 12 products on there, um, but just, I'm telling you, the products are great. Like, the shirt I'm wearing right now, it's not like those crappy t-shirts that you get from like, whatever, you know, like those those one at time, like the, the cotton, the gildan, or whatever they are, the, it's not that. These are like the tri-blend, like they're not going to shrink on you, they're perfect size. Look, they're like, they're like a perfect size, oh, shout out to Perfect Jean, you know, gotta, gotta rep them. Um, but the, the, sh it's great. I'm telling you, go, go get some shirt, go get some merch, uh, use code. Well, I'm coming up with the code right now. I don't know what you be. We'll do a launch. We'll do GVM launch and we'll go 15% off, um, every order. So GVM launch, use code GVM launch at checkout. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, it's going to be that we're really excited about this just because we've had, you know, for like the, the past few months here, we've come up with like all these ideas and these sayings on the podcast, things we've said, and we're like, dude, that should be like on a t-shirt. Um, so we're doing it. Yeah, we're just, we're gonna put them on and just uh, enroll with it. So hopefully you guys enjoy that. Um, but like I said, I'll give you a quick quick upfront look here at the hat. Um, mine's a little it's a little sun dried already because I uh, I will admit I've been golfing quite frequently here. Um, when I get the chance, just because it's starting to get nicer in New England, so you know I, you got to hit the links. Um, clearly I'm wearing the hat all the time though. So it is a little sun dried, but it's like embroidered in there. I'm telling you, th this hat is like my favorite style hat. So I'm really happy that like the company that we're working with now, uh, uses this hat because I, my brother Sam made this hat, uh, with his hat. So if you guys, if you guys are listening right now and you've ever gotten one of Sam's hats before, it's the same style hat. Um, and they're, they're, they're just awesome. I love these hats. It's like whenever my hair gets like this, like I clearly need a haircut. So whenever I have to have to cover up this mop of the head that I'm wearing here, um, I use this hat. So I'm, I'm really excited about the hats really because I, I, I'm a big hat guy. So head over to the store. The website is back fully. There's going to be blogs from here on out. There's no more changes to the website coming in the near future. This is that we know of right now, actually, that that's a lot. There's gonna be there's gonna be more stuff on the website, but there's gonna be there's nothing, no major changes where we're not gonna be driving people to the site. So blogs are gonna be back. Uh, this is everything's gonna be uh, on the website. If you want to watch us through YouTube on the website, it's gonna be there. Podcast, all that. JVM site, Grapevine Media site has been revamped, if you will, um, and all the products have been tested by us, and they're all they're all they're all good products. So that's that's the other thing. We're not trying to sell you like crap. You know what I mean? And this is the other thing. You don't even have to get it. You know what I mean? But if, but if, you, if you like, if you like the podcast, you know, it really helped me out, um, supporting it. Cause like I said, this is, I wore this out the other night and I had, I got a ton of compliments on it already. Um, that it's, I'm telling you, it's like a soft t-shirt. It's really nice. So head over to GVM, 
uh, or thegreatvimedia.com shop. It's right there. It's the first link. Uh, just go check out. No Limits has some pretty funny stuff for the summer. So I'll, I'll give them a huge plug because the stuff that they've been coming out with is great. Um, it's, it's funny stuff. My, my stuff's more like just my logo, but No Limits is putting out some funny stuff. Um, all right, that's enough plugging. I started off the episode saying I don't really plug a lot, and that's like the only thing I just did was just plug. Um, we got some things to talk about here. New England sports. It's been, like I said, it's been two weeks. I didn't do, I didn't recap the draft. So I didn't recap the Patriots draft. I didn't, the Red Sox have been on a tear. And then the Celtics. We have the Celtics to talk about because it's, this will be Monday. They just played yesterday. That was a struggle to watch. You know what I mean? It was, it was a really intense game uh, because the NBA playing for the playoffs that game really just like dictated what's going to happen here for the Celtics, um, not in a good way. So we'll get into that. Oh damn! But before we get into that, let's just let's let's just quickly here go over the Patriots draft because I know there's a lot of controversy, and I really wanted to di- I really did want to put some stuff out. I'm like really pissed that like my finals matched up with the Patriots draft because I really did want to like put out a lot of content around the draft because I watched like every minute of the draft. You know what I mean? I was like, are the Patriots going to make a trade here? Like, what's what's the deal? Um, and I think I'll just come out front, up front and say it first and foremost here. The biggest shock of the draft came in the third pick with Trey Lance going to the 49ers. That was, that was wild. Because, well, wild for a few reasons here. Because ultimately, their secondary pick was Mac Jones, who ended up dropping to the Patriots, obviously. So it shook up. Trey Jones going first. Um or third, I guess, for quarterbacks. But, like, going there in the quarterback positioning, him was, like, maybe he's not even going to be a first-round pick. And then he went third, which is crazy. So it shook up the rest of the the uh, the draft. Obviously, you had the Bears trading up to get Justin Fields. Um, I know a lot of Patriots fans wanted Justin Fields. I know a lot of Patriots fans wanted um, myself. And, I mean, I thought the idea of bringing someone in who's like Cam Newton uh, to, you know, learn under Cam for – the first year was actually like a really good – I still think it would have been a really good idea to do. However, clearly that didn't happen. And I, like, I'm like i not as upset with the Mac Jones pick as a lot of uh, New Englanders are. You know what I mean? Abel was not that happy with the pick. I wanted to have him on, but he's on vacation. So uh, we'll let Abel um, give us his spiel uh, later on in a few weeks. But – for me, I'm not I like I wasn't really so upset with the Mac Jones pick because essentially what we're getting is like a like a chunkier version of like Brady. You know what I mean? That style of player. And he's not like that mobile, you know what I mean, but he's smart, he's a pocket passer. Like this is this is what New England's offense has been for the past 20 years other than last year. You know what I mean? Like so I wouldn't say I'm like is he the best quarterback in this draft? No, clearly not. I mean, but is he the best fit for the Patriots? Like, yes, he was the best fit. If you really think about it, he was the best fit quarterback for the Patriots. You know what I mean? Like, this is the Patriots. On this, The way that they have run their offense over the last 20 years, there's no better fit for that, that system than Mac Jones. So... I can't believe he slid to third. You know what I mean? I had a feeling though, if he was, if he didn't go third, he was gonna slide. You know what I mean? I, that that's just kind of what I suspected. So, it is what it is. We got Mac Jones. Um, I don't hate the pick. I know a lot of people initially didn't like the pick, 
again, I didn't like hate it. I thought it was a good pick. And um, I'm happy with it. You know, at, at first I was like joking. I was like, are we really going to get Mac Jones? But then after the pick happened, I was more so like, I thought about it. You know what I mean? I got, like, I didn't like just immediately like jump on the Belichick can't draft. He didn't, he wasn't aggressive enough in trying to get Justin Fields. He should have traded up. Like, I didn't, I just sat back and like thought about it. And I was like, Mac Jones probably was the best fit for the Patriots. And I, I think he's going to be in the future, you know. Um, I think that this is also like a big blow to Jared Stidham. You know what I mean? Because Belichick came out right after the draft and said, this is still Cam Newton's team. And if Jared and Mac want to start competing for the spot, then. So, like, the question of Jared Stidham is now, like, he's he's on his way out, maybe? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But I think in terms of where he's been and – you know, how long he's been in the Patriots system and how little play we've seen of him uh, and all this. I just don't think Belichick's high on Stidham. So, I and, well, clearly he's not. They drafted a quarterback. What am I saying? He's clearly not high on Stidham. Um, I think that that should be brought up, like, brought to the table first and foremost, is that the Patriots drafting a quarterback, uh, like, just says that they don't believe in Jared Stidham, like, right up front. So, for the Stidham believers out there, I'm sorry. I think... He's never gonna be. Uh, he's never gonna be the starter for the Patriots. I'm, I'll go on record and say that right now. I really don't think he's gonna be. So moving on though from from Mac Jones, I I like the Mac Jones pick. I like the Mac Jones pick. I thought it was a good pick. Um, if you didn't like it, and you really wanted Justin Fields, I think you got to look back and in look back the last twenty years and say to yourself, does Justin Fields? Does Justin Fields fit that system, or does Mac Jones fit it better? I think like Mac Jones fits it. He does. Mac Jones fits the system better than Justin Fields does, and I think Belichick is at a point right now where it's he's trying to do what he did when he had Gronk and he had Hernandez. He's trying to do the tool, the dual tight end thing with Hunter Henry and um. Why am I drawing a blank on his name? We know his name. I'm drawing a blank on his name. But he's trying to do that, and he's trying to go back to that system, and I just don't think the athletic, the mobile QB, like, is there. You know what I mean? I think, I think he wants someone who does what Brady did, essentially. He, he, reads, he reads what he has. He makes a lot of adjustments before the play even happens. He knows what's coming. And I think Mac Jones is one of the smarter quarterbacks in this draft, and he's coming from Alabama. That's, that's the other deer in headlights thing. He's coming from Alabama, so... I, I don't I don't hate the Mac Jones pick really honestly I don't I, I I thought I think it's a good pick so um to all the haters out there I think you're gonna be proved wrong I really do I think Belichick's gonna gonna turn around a lot of like he's gonna turn some heads with the Mac Jones pick I think Mac Jones sliding to the 15th spot is gonna be a, a it's gonna be looked at as like what the San Francisco 49ers are idiots I'll say that first and foremost. Uh, moving on, round two, they drafted um, another Alabama guy, D-tackle, Christian Barmore. Steal. Absolute steal. I watched the highlights of this guy right after he got drafted. I texted Hunter um, because he went to Bama, a big, uh, big Alabama guy. Steal. This, he was, I can't believe he fell to 38, honest to God. I really can't. Um, I know about, this was like the steal of the draft for Belichick. Um and then, you know, the next few picks after Mac Jones were defensive 
And then we went running back. So the round three, we had Ronnie Perkins, also a steal. You know what I mean? Like these these guys who failed to Belichick on the defensive side, it was like Belichick just looked at these guys and was like, there's no way we can't take these guys. And I know everyone every single year wants the star wideouts. You know what I mean? That That's what we want. We want the best wideout available. It's, it's what the – Belichick is going to do what Belichick does. He's going to build up his defense. He's going to always make sure he has an elite defense before he has an elite offense. Belichick wins on the defensive side of the ball before he wins on the offensive side of the ball. He's done that for the last 20 years. He's did, he did that before he got to New England. That's just what he does. So he's always going to go with the defensive ends, the defensive tackles, if there's if they're a bigger steal than the wide receivers. Um, then we moved on to the running back. Sonny Michelle. I forget. It came out like two or three days right after the draft that like Sony Michelle, they weren't picking up his option, his fifth-year option, and they were picking up the OT, uh, Isaiah Wins um, option. So Sony Michelle might be on his way out. I mean, listen, Sony Michelle had a great first year. We'll give him that. You know what I mean? Um, that team also was just like very good. And I think Sony Michelle injuries have really hurt him and – Damian Harris, like, became the clear number one guy last year, you know, and Sonny Michelle is older. He's, he's the o- older of the backs, you know what I mean? Rex Burkhead, obviously James White, but of the power running backs, Sonny Michelle is the oldest. Is the oldest. He's injury prone. He didn't have a great year last year. He, he, you hate to see it because Sonny Michelle was a huge run. Uh, he was a huge part of, I mean, he was a huge part of that Los Angeles Rams Super Bowl, and you hate to see because, like I said, all Patriots fans were trying to hold on to like that. What was like the last of like that dynasty? And I said this in my blog post, and when Edelman retired, you know, what I mean, like Edelman was like really the last guy to like solidify the dynasties like over like that that group of guys. It's over, but like Sony Michelle and James White are really like the the last guys on the offensive side of the ball that are still part of that, and I think. This is like a final goodbye to like Sony, like he's gone. So I don't know. I'm excited. I, honest to God, I you know I'm gonna I'll rattle through here the uh, the rest of uh, the picks. So Cameron McGron, uh linebacker out of Michigan. Then in the sixth round, he went Joshua Bledsoe, safety out of Missouri. Then round six again, he went William Sherman, O lineman out of Colorado. Who I just I read this this uh the quick like write up on this kid. The biggest steal. I mean, not bigger than the round two. Second biggest steal in the draft for the, uh, um, Belichick was, was this kid. And then round seven, we found, he t- finally took a wide out, um, Trey Nixon. So, all in all, I thought that the draft was really good for the Patriots. I thought that they did. They, they covered where they needed to cover. You know what I mean? They needed a quarterback. Um, not everyone's happy with the quarterback, obviously. But then we, we need – Defense in the future, you know what I mean? Like, this is what Belichick does. He gets young defensive guys. Maybe these guys aren't going to be studs their first year. Duggar's going to be a stud this year. Calling it. Pet, or not Pet Duggar. Kyle Duggar is going to be a um, a stud this year. Mark my words. He's going to be a stud. Second year, you know what I mean? Give these defensive guys one or two years, they're going to be studs. Who knows? Maybe this running back is going to be, is going to be, come out and he's going to be nasty. You know, like, we don't know, but... I'm really happy where the uh, the Patriots drafted. So, 
I'm excited. You know what I mean? I think that this team is going to be very fun to watch this year. I think they're going to be competing. I think they're going to be playoff contenders. I really do. I'm, I'm very hopeful about this team. I think that this offseason has been one of the best in Belichick's history. I, 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 I think it has been. I think the team has gotten a way better than they were at the end of last season. They were so hard to watch last, like at the end of last season. Do we remember that? How hard of a team that the, the Patriots were to watch? It was like every single week we were like, what are we getting? You know what I mean? Is the defense going to be there? Is the off- is Cam going to be there? Is the offense going to be there? I'm excited right now for for where the Patriots are. I'm very excited. I'm very – I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, they're going to. They're the Patriots. You know what I mean? I expect that every single year. But realist- realistically here, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. But I'm saying they're going to be – there's going to be a chance for them to win the Super Bowl. They're, they're going to be very, very good this year. If Cam stays healthy, if the, if this team stays healthy, they're going to be very, very good this year. Mark my words. That's all I got on the Celtics, or the Patriots right now. Let's move on to the Celtics because I've been dying to talk about the Celtics here. Um, I tried to just get to that quickly, but it's, we just spent like 20 minutes on the Patriots in the draft. Um, yes, people, this is going to be a Celtics rant again. I don't even know where to start. They're the most infuriating team to watch. And here's why. They don't play for 75% of the game. They don't show up. Every game, they do this. They have not had a game all season that I've watched where I can say they played the entire game like they wanted to win. Never. The, and I've watched majority of the Celtics teams this year. I cannot say that this team has wanted. No, I'm not even gonna say that because the teams that dominated, like the Orlando Magic, stuff like that, I'm not even gonna say it. that. You should be dominating those teams. They just don't play hard ever. They're just there's two guys. There's two guys every game. This, this is the trend. It's always going to be two guys. It's going to be Jason Tatum. It's either going to be if Jalen Brown's healthy, it's going to be Jalen Brown. If he's not healthy, maybe it's Kemba Walker. Maybe it's Evan Fournier. Maybe it's Robert Williams. Whatever. But there's only two guys that that can shoulder the load offensively. They can never collectively as a team have a great uh, offensive outing. They can't do it. I don't know why they can't do it. The offense sucks. It's so infuriating to watch. There's because there's no offense essentially. We get we have a down screen in the middle of the paint for Jason Tatum to come up, set a screen on Kemba Walker, and then roll out to the wing. That's that's the offense. I I don't know how many times it happens a game, and if it's not Jason Tatum, it's the other guy who's hot. So on Sunday it was Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier gets down screened under the basket, comes straight up, sets a pick on Kemba Walker's man, and then rolls out to the side and either gets a wide open three if it, his man stays, if not he gets the ball and just goes one on one. That is the Celtics offense. And it's just infuriating to watch because they settle. And I don't know how many times I can say this. This team just settles constantly for bad shots. Kemba Walker, as much as like he's he's a liability, one. Let's just throw that out there. Kemba Walker is a liability. But back to the offensive side of the ball. We'll get to the defensive side of the ball later. Kemba Walker, if he can get to the basket. Get to the goddamn basket because you're not a consistent shooter. I don't care what the numbers say. Every game I watch, you are not a consistent shooter. Get to the rim. 
get to the foul line. You're a great free throw shooter, get to the foul line. I'll take the stupid behind-the-back blocks. You know what I mean? Because you're just so small and you're getting in there amongst the trees and you get blocked like two or three times a game. I'll take that. But in and this goes for Jason Tatum. I know Jason Tatum is gonna be he's in a few years he's gonna be unstoppable. He's gonna be really good. He's gonna be really hard to stop. He's gonna be a terrific scorer. But he could average like thirty plus a game if he just drove. Fifty percent more. He could average 30-plus a game. He is unstoppable when he drives. And he's at the level in the NBA right now where he gets star treatment. He drives and he just he gets barely touched and it's a foul. But yet we settle for bad three-point shots. We settle. They, cons- they constantly settle for bad shots. It's infuriating to watch because the team should be way better than they are. This team should be competing for the second or third uh, seed this in the playoffs, and they're they're competing to get into the playing tournament. It's just it's so frustrating to watch, and I and I know every Celtics fan out there agrees with me on this. There is not a single person that that is not agreeing with anything I'm saying right now. It, this team is the be, is one of the better teams when they're in fast break, when they're driving to the rim. And they're, they're not that great when they settle. It's just how it is. They don't have the shooters like that. It's just, it's just, it's just the, the facts. I guarantee you, if I went and looked in, like really into these numbers, they're not that great. I guarantee you this is the case. So the Celtics right now, that game against the Miami Heat, it cost them. cost them big time because the sixth – yeah, the sixth seed in this upcoming playoffs is what really matters. Because we're, I don't know why, and I don't know when this was decided, and honestly, I should know more about this, That, but I, like, I don't, and I, I'm a little disappointed in myself because I just didn't keep up to date. Uh, maybe they announced it before the season even started. I don't know. But they're doing a play-in for the playoffs. And the play-in for the playoffs works like this. One through six in each conference, respectively, is like solidified. You're good. Now you're like you're you're in there. Um and then seven through ten play in a play in like a mini play in tournament where any of those teams can it like win the games in advance. So how it works is seven plays eight and nine plays ten. The winner of seven and eight moves in to the playoffs at the seventh seed. And then the eighth seed, or or the loser of the seventh eighth, goes and plays the winner of nine and ten. And then they compete for the last spot. And then the, if, whenever you lose, if you're seven, eight, nine, or ten, and you lose in one of these games, you're put in the lottery. And then if you're obviously if you're outside of ten, you're just you're like in the lottery or whatever. You're not you're not considered. So this is how it works for both um, both conferences. So right now, how it's shaping up is they have most likely to be in the Western Conference games. Game one is so game one is how they refer to it. Is game one is seven eight, and then game two is eight nine. Um, 
So game one in the West, it's probably going to be the Los Angeles Lakers. Crazy. And then the Golden State Warriors. Game two in the West, so 9 and 10, is probably going to be the San Antonio Spurs and the Memphis Grizzlies. Then, obviously, the winner of the loser of game one and the winner of game two play each other for the eighth seed. Um, Now, in the West, it's pretty much locked in that the uh, Charlotte Hornets are going to be the the eighth seed. And this this game was so crucial for Boston. This game on Sunday here was so crucial for Boston because they're competing right now for the fifth and sixth spot with the Miami Heat, and Miami Heat just blew them out. So now it's looking like there's a 56% chance. So this is the difference here, and this is why it was so um, so important. Right now, or before that game yesterday, the Celtics and Heat were like the Heat were a game ahead, but like if obviously if the Celtics won, they would have been tied. So essentially, they're tied going into this race if the Celtics win. Right now, there's a 12% chance that the Heat play in the playing tournament, and there's a 57% chance that the Celtics play in the playing tournament, meaning more than likely the Celtics are going to be in the playing tournament. So Eastern Conference game one, seven and eight, is going to be between Charlotte and the Celtics. And then game two is going to be between the Pacers and the Wizards. So I'm sitting here initially, and I thought, does this help the Celtics or does this like hurt the Celtics? And I can't decide. Either way, I think it's dumb. I'm not. I'm not really a fan of this. I understand why they did it because the Eastern Conference is like, like I just said. With like the example with the Heat and Celtics, it's like a one game difference between like six teams right now. Um, so I get like why they're doing it, but I just I think it's kind of like I think it's pretty dumb to be honest. Um, and I get I also get why they did it because last year in the pandemic it was like we had that whole like playing like who should be in the playoffs. It like the like there was like I don't know it was just a mess. And I understand why like why they're trying it out. But I really, I'm not like a fan of it because essentially you're like rewarding teams. Like like essentially you're taking out where like your records technically for the draft. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's technically what they're doing. So it's like you could be a 10th seed in the conference, have like a bad record, and then like win games – and then not have a good, like, draft. You know what I mean? So, like, this is where I'm looking at it from the Celtics' perspective, and I'm like, okay, the team's not that great. You could lose right now as a sixth seed and get a lottery spot. As a sixth seed. Like, that that doesn't make sense to me. You know, and then the, the bottom teams who weren't good during the regular season – win two games and are now in the playoffs and they're out of the lottery spot. So it it kind of like it it kind of it pushes like against tanking in a way because essentially if you fall at the 10th spot, you know what I mean, it's like all right, well you're not get, you're either going to get a lottery spot or you're not. So 
Actually, does that even push against tanking? I don't even know. This complicates the whole tanking thing because now it's like you could you can have a good season and still tank and still get like a you know like that. It's it's so weird because you could have a decent season like the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in Celtics fans' eyes, this has been an awful season. But like in perspective of every other Eastern Conference team, they've done they're the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference and they could they're competing for a lottery spot. That doesn't like that doesn't add like make sense to me, you know. Like I'm, it, I don't understand. So I don't know. It's a freaking mess. That's all I know. It does. It's I. I'm like kind of. I kind of just like mind fucked myself. Like I have no idea what what to think about this because I kind of just figured that out. Like I'm sitting here and I thought I had an idea about this going into it, like how it worked out, and now I'm sick. I'm sitting here reading. And it's like, I don't know. It's 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 mess. It's weird. It's gonna be fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. It's gonna be fun to watch because I think the Eastern Conference is so like. T- I I think it's gonna be a little weird in the West because I think the West is a little more like spaced out. Um, it's gonna make for a, like a good story in the West because I I still believe that the, like the Lakers when they're fully healthy. They're the best team in the Western Conference, but I mean, statistically, right now they literally have been healthy all season long. They I don't know how many games Drummond, uh, Davis, and LeBron have actually played together. Um, so, but it's it's just crazy to me that like the Warriors are competing for the same spot as the Lakers are. You know, like that's that's a little crazy to me. Um, so, like. Like I'm looking at it here, it blows my mind that the I don't know that the Washington Wizards could make the playoffs, or the Indiana Pacers could make the playoffs. You know what I mean? They're the tenth seed, and they're gonna. I don't know. It's it's weird. That's all I know. It's it's really weird. Um. So in regards to the game yesterday it meant a lot you know what i mean it, it really did because now the Celtics are i don't even know we could we can see real quick how many games behind the Celtics are here the celtics are i mean they're they are they are bad let's just put it like that they're bad but um in the conference the Celtics are now two games behind the heat uh and it's not it they play the heat again um i feel like injuries really and I want to talk about this just quickly here because there was a the Pelicans owner like made a huge like stink about this um, how injuries have affected um, players in the NBA. Injuries have really played a part this this past year. You know, what I mean, you've had LeBron, you've had AD, you've had on the Celtics, you've had uh, you had Tatum out for a while, you had Jalen Brown out for a while, and then Jalen Brown out again. You know, what I mean, like we've had a lot of stars out this year. Um, and this is because the shortened, like the shortened off season. Yeah, they went from playing in the bubble to playing like in. They went from playing in the bubble in like the end of August, like early September, to starting up again in November. Like they had like a two month, like not even like on. I think they had like a. I forget. It was like almost like two months off, and like that's it. So that that definitely has like an effect on it, and clearly, I think it's having a huge effect. I'm looking at the standings right now. For both the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, I think it's had a huge. Um, yeah, clearly, it's had a huge impact on on everything here. So, 
I don't know. It's I just I don't get that. Like how is a 32 win team competing for a playoff spot? That like I don't know. I don't get it. I just I don't I don't understand why the why the NBA did it. I mean, I get why the NBA did it because these records like in the middle of the pack are just so like close. Like I'm looking like we have at the 6th spot in Portland right now. We have they're they're 11 games ahead and then it's 12 and a half, 15, 15, 17. That's that's from 6 to 10. It's like a 3 game difference. You know what I mean? Like it's competing for that 6 pack. So I get why they're doing it, but like I think it's dumb. You know what I mean? I think I think it affects how teams are going to play the draft going forward. I think it affects like I don't think the Portland Trailblazers, I mean the um, the Los Angeles Lakers, should be competing for a competing for a lottery spot. LeBron could be like, yeah, you know, screw the playoffs this year. Uh, let's go get a let's go get a lottery player in the draft, and then we'll come back next year. That's I don't know. This league, shout out the the, the this league podcast. Um, that that's just where I'm at. I'm, and here's the thing, I've said this before. I'll say it again. I'm not really, like, so hurt that the Celtics are in this position. I'm actually of the thinking here, I would rather not watch this team in the playoffs. Go get a lottery pick. Do it. Go get a lottery pick. Go get someone. Go get someone. You know what I mean? Because this team, they should be good, but they're just not. So it's like, are we really going to – are they going to make a huge run here in the playoffs? They could. Are they going to? Not likely. So, I'm almost up to thinking maybe the Celtics should just go, like, compete for a lottery spot. You know what I mean? You had a good season. You were seventh in the East. Go get a lottery pick. That's where I'm at. You know what I mean? Like, why? It, it doesn't make sense. It, I, I just, I don't get it. I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, the Indian, you know what I mean? If you're the ninth seed and the tenth seed, you really think you're going to beat the one and two seed in the playoffs? You know what I mean? Like, you really think you're going to, like, win those? Like, why would you not just purposely lose those games to be better next year? I don't know. It's it's interesting. I wonder. I get it if you're – no, I, I actually don't get it. I, I, don't, I don't understand it, actually. Don't get it. So, either way here. Um I guess they're trying to shake it up. You know, they're trying to like have a little bit of fun with the playoffs and make it a little more entertaining. Personally, if I'm the GM or I'm the owner of a team and I'm like, if I'm the owner of the Celtics right now and I'm sitting here, I'm like, are we going to win an NBA championship? Is this team built to win an NBA championship? Or should we lose the play playing games in the playoffs and then go get a good lottery pick and then come back next year? Yeah. It, it, that's where I'm at. So, I'll leave it at that. We're going to talk more about the Celtics here in the coming weeks. They're, they're How everything's shaking out here, um, it's going to be interesting. So, don't get me wrong, though. It's probably going to be very fun to watch. Hopefully, it's going to be very fun to watch if you don't have a lot of NBA teams taking on the thinking that I just thought. But if I'm trying to better my franchise, I think that you're better off losing as a seventh seed and getting a lottery spot, you know? Um that's just where I'm at. So, moving on. Let's move on to the Red Sox here. The um, the Sox have been on a freaking tear. And I don't want to, like, I did this last time. I don't want to keep, I don't want to, like, 
jump on the Celtics because or the Celtics here. I don't want to jump on the Red Sox because it seems when I like haven't really been talking about them, they do great. And then when I started talking about them last time, they did bad. So we're gonna spend like a short few minutes here on the Red Sox because they've been on a tear and I've been watching every single game. Um Essentially what I watch is like they, they have I don't want to say they're like lucky, but like they have like a lot of things go their way. Um, they they the other team for, like has a lot of errors. I don't know what it is, but I, I'm lo- uh, all I can say is I love watching them, and I love watching the new players. I love like I love learning about these guys. Um, it seems like every guy they bring up it just has like an immediate impact on the team as well. Like we lose a guy, and then we bring up another guy, and he just comes in and like. Just fits right in. He's just he's just hitting everything. He's getting on base. He has like a hitting streak. It almost seems like the Red Sox have too many good players and they don't know what to do with them. And this was this was not the position that any Red Sox fan thought we were going to be in, especially at the beginning of the season. Um, I know that they got swept in their first playoff series and everyone wrote them off. And then I'm pretty sure they got swept in their second, or maybe they won one of the second series. And then everyone was like, "Yeah, this team's this team's garbage." And now they're the first, they're the best team in the MLB. They started off like 0 and 8, like 22 and 13. They're the best team in the MLB. I'm gonna look at the standings real quick, but I'm pretty sure that they were the first team to, uh, they're number one in the AL East. Um, I know that, but I know, yeah, the number one. Um, pretty sure that they're the number one team in baseball. Could be wrong. Yeah, they're 100% the number one team, best team in baseball. Um, and it's awesome. They, they're, I don't know. They're just they're really fun to watch. They really are. I, I, and I love, don't get me wrong. I, I'm still still upset we gave away Mookie. But um, this team, they're fun to watch. They really are. I will also go on record. I don't like love those, uh, those, those uniforms, the light blue ones and the yellow. I don't think that that's a good look. Come on. Yeah, it, it was a miss. They tried to promote it. It was a mess. I think Nike made those. It was a mess. Sorry. But, um, yeah, getting back to the Sox here. Um, they're ju- they just score. You know what I mean? Like, they, they really – they get on base. And, and that's – I think that that's the most um, – the best thing is that they're not, like, hitting bombs, like, like every game. You know what I mean? But, like, they're getting on base. They're st- you know how many times in you know, the last two days I've watched a full – like, a bases-loaded situation with the Red Sox? Seems like that happens at least like five times a game. Like the guys, the people, or the guys on the roster are just getting on base. So they're really fun to watch. I hope I didn't just freaking jinx them like I did um, last time I talked about them. You know what I mean? Like the day after they like lost. And I think they lost like two or three in a row after that. So I hope I didn't just jinx them. But um, like I said, I want to keep the talking of the Red Sox like short because uh, I'm afraid I did jinx them. So hopefully I didn't. But um, if I did, if they start losing, you can put it on me. It's on me. I take that. Um, but don't think I'm not watching the Sox. I'm 100% watching the Sox. I'm just not talking about the Sox because it's like I'm, I'm very superstitious. I'm a very superstitious guy. Everyone knows this. Um, and if I wasn't talking about the Sox when they started doing good, but I was watching, but just not talking, then I shouldn't talk about it now. And I, I'm talking about them now, so like – we're we're testing the waters here, you know what I mean? I, I I'm I'm throwing I'm like I'm testing the Red Sox. 
can I talk about you and you continue to do good? Or if I start talking about you, you're going to do bad. Because if they start doing bad, like we might not hear about me talking about the South or the Red Sox uh, again. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's why the Celtics think it's because I'd like, I start talking about them and they just they suck. I don't know. I mean, that's definitely not why, but who knows. Either way, Red Sox are number one. Um, Patriots, I'm happy where they're at. The Celtics, not happy where they're at. So we had two thumbs up. Bruins, like a middle to low. That's where I'm at on the Bruins. Um, maybe I should talk about the Bruins, switch switch up their season. I don't know. That's that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm here with the Bruins, and I'm here with the Celtics, and I'm here here with the Patriots. Um, I think that's gonna do it all. That's gonna wrap it up though. You know, what I mean? I'm trying to keep this this one short. Um. Like I said at the start, we're back full time. Blog is back on, so we're. I'm gonna. I don't, I don't know the dates yet. I think it's just gonna, the blog's just gonna be random. Honestly, like whenever, I'm gonna try and do at least like at least one a day here for the rest of the summer. Uh, we're gonna be doing a lot more video content. So, like I said, if you're listening to this um, in your car or on a podcast, go subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, TMD Podcast. Go subscribe to Grapevine Media's YouTube. Um, when that comes out, I don't even know if that's out yet. We, we're going to be working on more stuff like, again, YouTube video, everything uh, this summer. It's going to be a lot more videos, uh, a lot more entertainment, a lot more fun, not as much serious talk. I like to keep TMD um, serious about stuff uh, with a little bit of, like, Bostonian um, ignorance, I guess you could say. But, um... No, there's gonna be more entertainment stuff uh, coming this summer. It's gonna be very, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun stuff. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and like I said, head over to Grapevine, merch out now. Use code launch at checkout, fifty percent off of every single purchase. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the the merchandise too. Get the hat, get get the shirt. I mean, come this shirt. There's like this is the best thing about the shirt. It's like ten different colors. There's like a million different colors for all the t-shirts too. Um, so be sure to do that. And again, like I said, subscribe to the subscribe. If you're listening on the podcast, just do me a huge favor. You might not ever watch an episode on, um, YouTube, but just go subscribe in case I put out TMD stuff in case we have people on stuff like that. We're going to have people on hint, hint, uh, coming up here. So be on the lookout for that. And with all that being said, I will see you guys next Monday. Also, Write me. If you guys want me to do two episodes a week, I, I'm a little, I'm a little, like, I feel like there's not a lot, enough stuff to talk about, especially coming up this summer for me to be doing two episodes a week. I like doing two episodes a week in the middle of the winter because there's always a ton of, like, sports to talk about. It's, like, right when baseball's starting up, um, you obviously, like, you got football going on and basketball. So, like, that's why I'm switching back to one episode a week right now just because, like, I feel like it's getting, we're getting, like, thinner here with the, the stuff to talk about. Um, you can only talk about so much off-season stuff, you know what I mean? So that's why, for everyone who's wondering, that's why like, I'm switching back to one episode. We're going to go back to two episodes, you know what I mean? Like, well, I will be going back, but right now it's just it's just how, it's just what happens with the summer. So, but, oh man, I'm just like going off here. All right, that's it. Episode over. I will see you guys next week. Have a good week. Have a great Monday. Have a good rest of your day. All right, later, guys. Thank mm-hmm. you.